This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome once again to another episode of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, we are back. Apologies that it was Cotney John solo last week. Even though it was just a five-minute segment, I thought he did really well. Uh, oh, thanks, Bob, because I hated it. Now, to be fair, I didn't listen to it. So, uh, <laughs> But I am Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. I am back. I am feeling better. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who, who dropped a message uh, to wish me well. Uh, through the other podcast group and I am joined as I always am by the co-host of this podcast Mr. Cockney John I don't bother you are I am much better now mate yes thank you so much for holding down the fort last week Um, the film you recommended uh, was was it what was it called again uh, too many crooks. Too it many was crooks. 1956. Yeah, yeah, fantastic British comedy. We all know that cinema amazing. didn't start till the 80s. So uh, <laughs> if you did, we what we'd love is if you listened to Cotney John's little short review and you were inspired to listen to it, get in touch. I'm sure it would mean the world to him. But obviously, if you like me. You probably didn't watch it, and you probably didn't listen to Cotney John. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. You did well, and I appreciate it. But yeah, I have been uh, I have been pretty poorly uh, over the last week or so. Uh, finally, feeling human again. And as soon as I started feeling human again, did I play with my children? Did I spend time with my wife? No, I didn't. I no. went to the cinema with yours truly, Mr. Cotney John. Um, I'm only joking. I did spend time uh, with my wife and children. I'm you not, didn't. I'm you didn't. Home. She was texting me. You didn't. It's true. I didn't. <laughs> uh, you didn't want to share COVID. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was happy to share it with Cockney Jack. Now I'm joking. I'm all negative. <laughs> I'm all negative, And we are back and ready to give you. And, and obviously now we are entering a very pivotal point of the year when it comes to cinema. And this is the mm. festive period is slowly but surely creeping up. And we cannot wait to bring you, you know, festive treats, festive favourites. Uh, but that is to come. But we did go to the cinema, didn't we? We did go we to the did, cinema on Thursday. Before that, though, I was, let's have I was a... excited for this one. You were excited, excited for this one. one. Uh, but before that, how are you, Mr. Cotney John? I'm very good. I'm very good. I've had a, I've had a nice couple of weeks. Uh, just been uh, got Oshin upstairs, so I've got a nice weekend planned. You know, sort of getting ready. Uh, we're doing our Christmas letters to Santa tomorrow. Nice. Uh, got a nice takeaway tonight, and we're gonna stick a film on. What takeaway? Um, what takeaway are you going for tonight? <clears throat> I think we're going for a Chinese. Chinese and the movie. <clears throat> yeah. The movie now. Actually, funny enough, it's here. 
And this is a film that you have to buy on DVD. You can't stream it anywhere. If you're showing um, your child a black and white film, the podcast is <laughs> I am over. not. Can you see it? It's called The Flint Street Nativity. And it was, I think it was BBC made it originally. Okay. Uh, Frank, Frank Skinner, Jane Horrocks, Neil Morrissey, John Thompson, Stephen Tomkinson, Ralph Little. Uh, it's like a who's who of late 90s, early 2000s right. British comedians uh, or comedic actors, yeah. should I say. And it's uh, they all play nursery children on the day of their nativity play. And it's all set backstage in the classroom. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's a really good film. And oh. I, I remember when it first came out, just Frank Skinner is, he's like a football obsessed kid. And you know what football obsessed kids are like, everything they do. He talks like he's a football pundit the whole way through yeah, the film. I get that. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, it is absolutely hilarious. So if you're looking for a Christmas film that you haven't actually seen, this one flew under the radar massively, but it's based on a play. You know, I love my plays, love do, the yeah. theatre, and it's absolutely fantastic. So get it on. The kids will love it as well. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Well, I love that you, you know, normally, I remember when we spoke on, on previous podcasts that you, you don't like starting the Christmas festivities too mm. early, but I feel like I'm liking that from you. I'm liking it. And we would love to hear from you. Uh, anyone listening to this, are you starting to get into that? You know, the Christmas adverts are coming out now. And obviously- I've managed to avoid them. The Christmas I'm adverts. not watching them. Yeah, I'm not going that far. It's just, I feel really tight on the little man. Because he, he's obviously getting excited. And, you know, I feel like a proper Grinch just saying, nah, we're not talking yeah, you about are, Christmas. you are Scrooge McDuck. Um, but Until I like to call you, I like to call you Scrooge McGoat. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, see, I'm different, me. I'm, I'm all for the festivities. Get it going. I mean, as does Advert this year. I'm sure if you've not seen it, as does Advert this year, have absolutely killed it. They've basically got, uh, Will Ferrell's Elf. Um, it's funny, you know, on on the internet, everyone was going, "Will Will Ferrell is back as Buddy the Elf in Asda's new advert." False. <laughs> it's false news. Fake news. Oh, is it not Will Ferrell? No, it is Will Ferrell as Elf, yeah. but it's just basically they've they've taken him. I don't know what the word is, but they've taken him out of the film and put him in Asda. So they've basically just oh, you know right, like okay. chopped him out and put him in. So he's not, oh, right, it's basically okay. all the stuff that he did in Elf, he's doing in an Asda shop. And it's brilliantly done. It's right. great. If you've not seen it yet, get onto the Asda uh, Will Ferrell Elf advert. Uh, but yeah, I'm getting the Christmas feels, but we have got plenty of podcasts in the next few weeks to talk about festive films and festive classics. And we're going to go and see mm. some of the, the festive movies coming out. But we went to the cinema last night um, and we had a gr- fantastic time. the brand new Mm. romantic comedy. Uh, I'll give you the little uh, synopsis now. Uh, Bobby is a neurotic podcast host. Hmm. Imagine imagine that. (laughs) Uh, Who's happy to go on Tinder dates and content... Well, say Tinder dates. Grinder dates. And content not to have a... Oh, and content... Content. And content not to have... (laughs) It's all about about the output, bruv. It's all about the content. Gotta get them likes. (laughs) And content not to have a serious relationship. That all changes when he meets Aaron, 
an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides and their undeniable attraction turns into something resembling a commitment. Uh, directed by Nicholas Stoller, who uh, has, you know, has a great backlog of films, uh, Getting to the Greek, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, a five-year engagement. He also co-wrote this with the star, Billy Eichner, and it is the movie Bros. Um, now, And this is better than every film he's made so far. Don't get me wrong, I like, I, I actually really enjoyed Getting to the Greek. thought it was brilliant, and um, a lot of people did. Forgetting Sarah Marshall was hilarious. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, brilliant again. But this is, that felt like his, almost like his, university films you know is yeah, sort yeah. of silly kind of having teeth. a laugh films this is like just on another level yeah 100 but now before films. we go into our review of bros uh if you've never seen billy eichner who obviously i said he co-wrote it he's obviously the main star um he made his name by uh obviously doing billy on the street now if you've never seen funny or dies billy on the street it's kind of like it's it's billed as a comedy game show he basically goes around the streets (laughs) of 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 america and offers a dollar and asks crazy questions and he has amazing guests funnily enough on his christmas special he had will ferrell and they're both running around new york city in their christmas ones he basically is this openly gay hilarious comedian who is basically in very much the the same kind of ilk as Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat who he's not afraid mm. to to fearless fearless Absolutely yeah that's fearless. the word now i'm going to just play you a little clip of a billy on the street uh little segment that i saw the other day and i and i just want you to watch this oh let's watch it i just want you to listen to this because this is what it's about he basically is is asking a woman uh, a question and this is this is the this is basically what happens here we go what who are you i'm billy eichner and okay all right so and is this like tv or yeah this is like television yeah what television like billy on the street oh okay so are you an internet thing uh no it's actually a tv thing and an internet thing i don't like your attitude okay i don't like yours i'm on tv who, who gives a shit who gives a shit about you bitch <laughs> That honestly had me crease. That had me absolutely crease. So you can imagine the type of guy is like Courtney John said, he is fearless. He has co-written this film, which amazing really uh, that it is um, the f- amongst the first gay romantic comedies released by a major mm. studio and features an openly LGBTQ plus principal cast, which is amazing. And, and obviously... It should not have been until 2022 that that has happened. Yeah. But, bros, I'm going to hand it over to Cockney John. Give us your thoughts, mate. Mate, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. So, it starts off, we get introduced to Billy's character, who's, you know, like you said, a neurotic podcast. And... um because obviously the subject matter was so important to him, the co-writer, the director, uh, they made sure that they got a lot of uh, LGBTQ plus history into the film. Yeah. Um, so throughout the film, you're getting a bit of a history lesson, but running alongside that, you've got some very, very meta humour uh, 
where they keep talking about Hallmark, the Hallmark channel. Yeah, yeah. Don't they? And uh, the ending is basically a Hallmark film ending. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. And it, But the characters in it, you, for the first five minutes, I feel like I was very aware that I was watching a, you know, a first. Yeah. Uh, I felt very aware, oh, we're watching a gay film. Yeah. Um, after five minutes, that completely disappears and you're just watching an absolutely brilliantly written an amazing script uh rom-com but it's 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 better than a rom-com it's a better film than a rom-com you you're invested in the characters a lot more you really want it to work out for everyone um now i know some people may be uh put off Maybe because there are, you know, there's a lot of men kissing each other, a lot of men topless in bed together. Um, if that puts you off, uh, chances are I think you're a dick and I don't care about you anyway. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, it for me, it was just an amazing film. And I, I mean, I've been looking at the reviews and the scores and I'm pretty shocked at how poorly receive this film has been so far well funny funny you should say that because i obviously after we watched it last night i did a little bit of digging about it and and obviously mm. it didn't uh it wasn't a hit at the box office it didn't do as well as mm. it 100 sh- percent should have done uh completely yeah. agree with all the points that you made there and actually before the movie was released um it was seen that it was getting trashed by homophobic people by idiots and right, they okay, were basically yeah. driving the scores down now this is why this is why we hope that adam and Courtney john's big movie podcast will give you from the front line an honest view an honest view from two mm. honest guys uh obviously you go on like rotten tomatoes or uh you know imdb and people can go on there and if they dislike the actor or they dislike the content mm. or whatever it may be they can drive the scores down which will mean that you might search the film and go, oh, is this worth a lot? Listen, if someone proposes a film to you, you go on the internet, don't you? You type it in, no spoilers, but you might see, oh, it's it's only got 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, if you fancy the film, I always say this, go and watch the film just to give it a go. Speak to people Mm. who have seen it. Listen to this podcast and we will tell you. Bros (laughs) is up there for me as one of the best rom-coms I think I've seen in recent times. It's and just forgetting the subject matter. Hundred percent. It breaks hilarious. down. It breaks down. <laughs> it breaks down boundaries. It breaks down walls. It's. It's. Uh, I can't think of the tr- not trend setting. What's the w- word I'm thinking? Is it, it could be trend setting. Trend setting. Yeah. yeah. It's. It's. It's absolutely hilarious for one. So if you are looking mm. for a laugh, Bros will deliver tenfold. If you're looking <laughs> for you know heart, what? it will deliver tenfold. If you're looking for escapism for an hour and a half it will deliver it's i think it's absolutely brilliant i think if anyone has been put off by that then you know grow up we're in 2022 sort your lives out it's absolutely brilliant the stars were fantastic it had heart it had comedy it had absolutely everything and the funniest thing is 
Um, <laughs> we went to see it last night, didn't we? And it was yeah. it was pretty it was pretty quiet. I know Man United were playing at the same time, mm. so commi- commitment <laughs> from me for missing the game. It's rare, um, but we were sat on the back what about row. Me? Well, you don't know who are they playing? Football. <laughs> exactly. Everyone listening to this, exactly. Who were they playing football? That's all you need to know about Cockney John's knowledge of the beautiful game. But we went in there and we sat at the back and we were we we were we were both up for it because we're we're fans of Billy Eichner anyway, fans of the director. It was always gonna be decent. And then two women came in just before the start and they sat on the back row just a few seats up from us. And it got to, uh, you know, the first five, ten minutes introducing the characters was really quick, was really funny. Mm. It kind of set the tone of what to expect. It was it was basically dead to go where other films have probably been afraid to go and to yeah, be as openly yeah. honest about homosexuality and, and LGBTQ plus uh, issues. And basically... Within the first fifty or inside fifteen minutes, there is a a passionate scene between two men, mm. and these two women just stood up and left. They didn't. They just stood up and left. <laughs> and the worst bit about it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, the it scene was in question so funny. is so funny. It's so funny, <laughs> and it, I mean, listen, each to their own. Maybe they thought that you said a funny line. Actually, what did you think? You thought that they were watching, or they thought they were watching what? You don't remember a funny line nah, you came out of, do you? No. Nah, so I mean, I'm always funny. No, you're not. This was a rare. <laughs> this was a rare funny line. You said, "I bet they thought they were watching a Bross documentary." Oh god. Um, <laughs> which, which, to be fair, is well funny because obviously Bros spelt like the famous, uh, you know, eighties, nineties band Bross, and um, yeah, they just got up and left. But uh, we, uh, Adam and Cody John's podcast, we are allies. We absolutely support lgbtq plus and i bet we, they're well chuffed to have us clowns as allies listen, <laughs> listen we are we are here for it and we you know we we watched that and we were you know it's weird i was in a weird way just happy and proud that something like that has been made now and it's out there and, yeah. and people can go and watch it and it can it can open doors for other people and things like that. And I'm hoping that that's what it does. But let's get to the ratings, mate. Uh, mm. Because this this obviously has been given a glowing review from us. It really has, yeah. um, so, uh, Courtney John, how many Sandys well, is bros getting? Well, I've changed mine. You've changed yours? I, I left the cinema. And this is how good I think this film is. And how important I think it is. I left the cinema... And I was like, so four, solid four all day. Now, there's a bit in the film, a very small subplot, uh, where Billy is talking to one of the other characters about education of children uh, regarding LGBTQ. And that sat with me all of last night and sort of halfway through the day. And... I, it has actually caused me to go back through all my planning for sex education because, as a lot of the listeners will know, I'm a teacher, my day job uh, at primary schools, and actually alter the way I am teaching the understanding of LGBTQ plus uh, to younger children. Okay. Um, I feel like I was looking at it uh, in the way the character was in the film. Right. And... 
it's really the film. I completely agreed with the points that were made in the film and it has made, it has had an effect on my life where it's changed. It's influenced me to change something that I'm doing. Uh, so for that reason, that's given it the extra point to, and make it a five Sundays. Five Sundays. Five Sundays. Billy Eichner yeah. will a, it be was a buzzing. Four, but it's a five now. It's a five that after is, that. I- because I suddenly realised the for a film to have that much of an impact on me that quickly and change the way that something that I've been doing for the past twenty years means it it's got a good message and it's really got to me. So I think I was being unfair yesterday fair. when I decided, when I settled on a film. And it's funny you should say that because I came out of the cinema and I was thinking uh, that it was... Uh, I was thinking I'm going to give it four Harry Stampers. Um, mm. But actually, after sleeping on it and after thinking about the film and personally... Decided you're homophobic and giving it a one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Absolutely not. It, it, to be fair, the opposite. It... it, it obviously you know we are allies we've always been allies and it's not that but i think the the way they did it and obviously it is raunchy and it is rude and it is out yeah, so there it's an adult an it, adult yeah. rom-com but <laughs> I, I was giving it a four just because obviously i think a five you know needs to be pretty much bang on perfect mm. but when I reflected on it and I got home, and this is how I always judge movies, when I don't watch them with my wife, I always think, uh, yeah, it was all right. Like, and then and then it'll be a case of, you know, you you probably won't watch it because I won't watch it again kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was very similar to, you know, how I felt when I came out of Top Gun Maverick was where I got home and I said to Kim, right, we need to book and go and see it because you need to see this film. And I said to Kim, right. I said to Kim, you need to watch this film. Now, obviously, it probably won't go to the cinema again because trying to get childcare is a nightmare. But when it becomes available to download to, to watch, obviously, it's not a, it's not a blockbuster, as in you don't need to see it on the cinema. But I think it's extremely important that people watch it. I think people yeah. who like comedy should watch it, and I think people who maybe need to just open up their mind a little bit more need to watch it. And I thought it was so well done and so funny. And I think how invested you are in that love story. And I'm a huge rom-com mm. fan. It's probably up there in one of my favorite genres. This is up there for me as a rom-com. And for that reason, I am giving it five Harry Stampers. So congratulations. Well. Congratulations, bros. Congratulations, Billy Eichner, <laughs> uh, if you're listening. <laughs> and Luke McFarlane. Don't forget, Luke McFarlane was incredible. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So there you have it. Brilliant. Bros, the brand new romantic comedy out this year, recently out. It should be available to stream very shortly. I know it's available to stream in America. It's getting five Sandys from Cotney John. It's getting five Harry Stampers from me. It is well worth a watch. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. We have reached the part of the episode where it is the movie plot in one sentence. Now, um, are we ready? Uh, I mean, yeah. So here we go. (laughs) A family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. Okay. So I'll say that one more time. A family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. 
Okay, there you have it. So have a little think about that, people. Have a little think about that, Courtney John. Uh, and we will be back at the end of the episode to reveal the answer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Because we had such a laugh watching Bros, fantastic comedy, we thought for our throwback uh, this week is a movie released in 2004. I will give you the synopsis now. Gary Johnson, a Broadway actor, joins the North American Anti-Terrorist Force, a group that works to curb terrorism in various parts of the world. Um, Now... (laughs) For those listening to this who don't doesn't know what that is or do, can't guess the film, then you probably haven't seen it. And oh my little days! Little clue for people that might have forgot. Matt Damon. Good clue. He's not in it. Um, He's not in it. But the movie is Team America: World Police. Now. <laughs> You know, even saying the title of the film makes me laugh. It is, it is up there for me as one of the cinema trips where I cry laughed yeah, just yeah. so many times. And the way it is, it's it's a 2004 adult pup, puppet comedy film <laughs> from the makers of South Park, um, and it is. I mean, honestly, there's not much you can say about it. It is so, so funny. So, so <laughs> it's so ridiculous and so mental. It is, it will, if you watch it and don't laugh, I am telling you right now, you you are probably not someone who I want to have a drink with because you will not have a sense of humor. Now I say that my wife wouldn't like this film, <laughs> but I still want to have a drink with her. Um, I reckon, though, I reckon, even though your your wife, even though Kim don't like this type of film, she would still laugh at, there would be quite a few bits in it she'd still have a giggle at. Yeah, it's it's just, everything about it is so good. It's so, so, so funny. And, you know, it's like, the name's Lackwood. It's stuff like that. (laughs) And when he goes like... Back to base team for debrief and cocktails. <laughs> it's just, I, just, I love it when uh, Kim Jong Il is it Kim Jong Il? Yeah, lonely. Oh. I'm so lonely. It's, it, all of it is so funny, and it and it basically it rips Hollywood apart. 
It's got mm. all of these little puppets of famous Hollywood actors. They all get involved. Oh, it's just... But it's also great satire. It absolutely tears apart the American yeah, the way it's democracy just like, well, and the way... The well, famous song, in it. Well, the famous song out of it. America! <laughs> fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> and I love it. To be fair, I mean, I know we shouldn't have language on this this podcast, but the the song out of that film where he goes, America! <laughs> fuck yeah! Running around to see the motherfucking day, America! It's so, it's so mint. It's so good. And it's, it's so quotable. And it's so out there. It's just so funny. So if you get the opportunity, please. It's one of them films where you're laughing for three days after because all of a sudden one of the lines will pop into your head. And it's also one of them films where you've got to be careful if you've got work the next day because you're guaranteed to just swear at your boss. <laughs> yeah. it's. It, it, I mean, yeah, it does come with... I know we're on Dad's Net. It, this is not for children at all. Um, it is one thousand percent for adults. <laughs> Not for children at all. It's it's oh god! It's a, it's it's a film that should just be. The only real description for it is awful, but it's so funny. Oh, it's it should so it good. shouldn't be a good film, but it's incredible. It, it but rips. I think that shows the talent of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, does it? Yeah, it's, same with South Park. It shouldn't have been a success. Yeah, but and it's, it's still so going good. as yeah. we speak. And the amount of episodes is crazy. So they have it. Adam and Cotney John's big movie podcast. We recommend if you obviously if you can get to the cinema, go and watch Bros. If you're at home and you're looking for a crazy out there comedy, and if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Team America World Police, trust me, mark my words. If you're in the right mood, if you if you're up for a laugh, you will cry, 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 laugh at this. Um, but yeah, it is. It's just funny, isn't it? It's just hilarious. Yeah. So before we do go, actually, uh, or or before we head into the answer for the movie plot in one sentence, mm. I'm going to give you just a quick minute because I know you watch something that's brand new available did, to stream, yeah. uh, which you wanted to tell people about. So where can they watch it? It's this on uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Isn't it? I it, think. Is, it is on Disney it Plus, It is Disney, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's got my, my favourite current actress at the moment is uh, Saoirse Ronan. Ah, because Jenna Jameson's retired now, hasn't she? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Got him! Got him! <laughs> now, I am... It has to be said, I'm a little bit in love with Saoirse Ronan. She's got the accent, she's beautiful, and she's an incredible, incredible actress. Yeah, she's she amazing is. in she everything is. I've seen. And in this, she's hilarious, bruv. She's so... Her comic timing is incredible. I was really shocked. I wasn't sure how well she'd pull it off because she's normally more a more serious actor. But she's, her timing's impeccable. Um, now, it's a film called See How They Run. 
Um, it's a film I'm almost certain only got made because of the success and popularity of Knives Out. Yeah. Um, it's something that I've been going on about since Knives Out came out, and I know you're getting fed up of me saying it, but it's a film that is essentially a play. Uh, it's based around the mousetrap, uh, the Agatha Christie... The uh, board game! ...play that's been... <laughs> To be fair, sorry to interrupt, but how mint would a mousetrap board game be with like The Rock? Like The Rock would have to be in it. Sorry, carry on. See how they run. <laughs> now, it's um, it's a classic whodunit. Uh, it's got some incredible actors and actresses in it. Sam Rockwell is... He's brilliant. My, he blew me... He genuinely blew me away in this. Uh, it's. I mean, I like Sam Rockwell, but this is the first film where I saw him and was like, "Oh my god, this guy, he's got it." He's Do you know special, what I mean? Yeah. He's he's beyond. Yeah, he's beyond yet run of the mill actor. He he's really talented. Um, it's it's a play. It's actually not only based around the mousetrap, but the it's the murder happens at uh, one of the showings of the mousetrap in a theater. Okay, clever. Um, very oh it's very meta and you know my favorite type oh my of comedy god, is so always meta. oh my god it's so it's meta, so meta. it's so meta think meta go one step beyond can i just you've got can i just cut in there before we we wrap this up what does yeah. so meta mean so it's uh it's almost like the uh the writer of it is makes the characters almost aware that they're in a film ah Okay. It's almost like they're aware that what they're doing doesn't make it doesn't make sense in reality. It only makes sense as part of the play or part of the oh, film. Okay, because it's funny when so you were they, saying it, stuff like, "Oh, it's, it's very meta. It's very this." I was just going like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I had no idea. All oh, right, yeah. It's almost. <laughs> I mean, when it's very obvious, they basically it's like where a character turns to the camera yeah, and speaks yeah, yeah. to the audience. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but that that sort of. That's sort of a cheap way of doing it. Th- right. This is done much in a much more subtle way. Um, but, you know, sort of knives out, see how they run. Uh, the only murders in the building. It's very much in that vein. Um, definitely well worth a watch. Okay, so uh, quick, quick, rev- quick uh, rating then. Uh, see how they uh, run rating, on Disney uh, Plus right now. Only because we can't do half scores, I'm giving it a solid three. A solid three, but no, no, but I've always said this. I think we need to explain our scores because a three to me means I am going to watch it again. Definitely. Right, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do to settle this because I know you had an issue with me not allowing half Sandys and half Mm. numbers. What I'm (laughs) going to do is I'm going to put a poll in the Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group and I'm going to say, do you think we should allow half stars? And we are going to put a poll up and before we record the next episode, we'll have a look at the result. And if everyone agrees that half should be allowed, I'm happy to change what I initially said. How, how's that? Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. My, my, I think my main reason for it is that Knives Out would be a four, four and a half. And this isn't as good as Knives Out. But you can tell the budget isn't there either. So it didn't really have a chance okay. of being... 
on the level of so, live, well, lives out. Listeners, but. it's down to you. Do you want us to do half Harry Stampers, half Sandys? We'll get the poll in the group. Make sure you get involved. But before we finish today's episode, we need to go back to the movie plot in one sentence, uh, which I will read to you one more time. A family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. Okay, so, Courtney John, have you got your guests at the ready? Right, I do. Now, I can't think of any films with Airbnb. So, I, I've sort of thought, well, maybe they've just rented a place and it's a family and it's gone wrong. So, I've gone with the John Candy classic, The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors, what a film. Yeah. And you and have been on, you, have, you have been on form recently, haven't you? What you got taken right? Well, I got you? one. I got taken. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh, I've, I've got one. Yeah. So, so when I say you're on form, you're not on form. Last week I did it. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, you did it. Okay, fair play. Um, okay, so the answer oh, and the form, the form from the man, is back to what it normally is because you are incorrect. Oh. A family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong is The Shining. Oh, so, yeah, in a way, though, in a way, I was right to not think it was an Airbnb. That's absolutely... Well, yeah, yeah, you're right in that, but that's still... (laughs) That's still pathetic. That's like going like, so what do you think the answer is? Uh, Is it a goldfish? Or no, it's a shark, but they both swim in the sea, so you're kind of half a bit maybe right. Goldfish are freshwater animals, mate. If you put them in the sea, they drown. Well, yeah. They die very quickly. As you know. I've had experience of that, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, no, don't don't sweep over that. Tell the listeners what you did. No, no. No, no. Don't need to. uh, No, the intentions were good. Yeah, so just, so just to finish, misguided. yeah, just to finish it. Obviously, <laughs> I I am not the sh- I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, we I woke up with a couple of friends years and years ago, and we were looking for something to do. And what we thought would be a great <laughs> idea would be to buy some goldfish and to drive to Wales and release them in the sea. Um. Obviously, I just want to apologise to any goldfish harmed in this. Uh, in I this, mean, the, the goldfish was, was harmed up, bruv. It is dead. Well, yeah. It was. <laughs> it's now a bronze fish. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That fish lived for about 30 seconds after yeah, but what, you released but what it. What a 30 seconds it would have been for a little man. Uh, but that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, make sure you listen next week we're heading to the cinema next week uh, and I'm hoping I am hoping little sneaky one here I am hoping mm. uh, Cockney John to invite Big Mike uh, my Ooh, dad nice. with us because I know he's desperate to see the film we're going to review next week uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm, and oh, I usually wicked. I usually go and see it with the big man so I'm hoping to bring him along if we do that you'll have his review as well. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about some great films next week, so make sure you get involved. Remember, if you've en- enjoyed listening to this podcast, please go give, give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and leave us a review. We absolutely buzz off every single review we get left, so please do keep them coming. It really helps spread the podcast far and wide, uh, and we absolutely love it. And of course, join the Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group, 
We're closing in on 800 members now. We really want to try and get to 1,000 as soon as. So please share this podcast, share the group. And obviously, make sure, as always, you check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all your dad and parenting uh, content. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. We've loved it. Make sure you check out Bros. Make sure you check out Team America World Police. And we will be back next week. And we are on the countdown to Christmas. So get your shouts in. If you want us, what is a great one that I want to just say before we leave is if you want, like, say your favorite movie. Imagine your favorite movie is Dirty Dancing. If you put in the group, I want Adam and Cotney John's review of Dirty Dancing. So Dirty Dancing will get a certain amount of Harry Stampers, a certain amount of Sandys. We will watch it and we will review it for you. So that could be an extra little little spice heading to the festive period. You give us the film, we may review it. So from me, it's goodbye. And from Cotney John, as always. In a bit. <laughs> that was such a good finish. And you just... Absolutely. <laughs> but that's like, that's how I talk, bruv. No, but like, I, I was in the zone there. I felt like I was in like an American show. Like, from me, Adam, it's good night. And then from Courtney John, in a bit. It was bruv, shocking. Bruv, bruv, in a bit. Much better. Take care, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>